We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. U.S. Bank wants to know how you reward yourself because they have cards that make every day more rewarding. Are you a points order, cashback guru, low intro APR lover? With U.S. Bank, it's up to you because they have the cards to fit your lifestyle. So earn more whether you're shopping at a gas station or a grocery store, even while planning a staycation. Learn more at usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. Did I even make the make a, take an opinion on it? You said that the only way that they have a chance to finish in top four is if they keep Alexi Sanchez and Mesut Ozil. And yep. if they sell one of them, they're conceding that. And they're also not getting good money for either of them. Yes, so. I maintain that position. This is the Fantasy Soccer Podcast from Rotowire.com, your premier source for fantasy sports. For player news, rankings, projections, and the best fantasy soccer stats around, please visit Rotowire.com slash soccer. And now, here are Mike Gottlieb and Andrew Laird. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. We're back. I'm your host, Mike Gottlieb, and with me, as always, is Andrew Laird. Andrew, uh, I'm sure you're pretty happy that you got to take like a two-week break from me. I mean, you've been hanging out with Mr. Cooper talking about GPP strategies and everything, but... Uh, you know, we're back and we're talking Premier League and we're talking more season long focus here. Uh, we're coming off of the most condensed part of the schedule where we had 40 games in like two days, four days. Yeah. <laughs> um, about that. Yeah. And we were just kind of talking before we uh, started recording here. Um, so we did, so we didn't like podcast like the double game week with, uh, with uh, with Spurs and West Ham getting double game weeks in the congestion fixture list, which is just crazy. And uh, you know, we we did when at least when I did my rankings for it, I, I ranked a lot of people very highly, like Arthur Masuaku on the West Ham side and Harry Kane, obviously, and uh, the defenders as well. Uh, we probably should have known that the defenders, like 
Ben Davis were only going to play like once. But uh, we were just talking. I was saying you 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 can't trust them to not uh, to not rotate. Yeah, I mean, Kane was really the only one, and it it was only because he had some illness. He started the second one, so it's not like it was drastically different. But uh, I used my free hit um, in FPL. So I could just, I made a whole new team for that one week and then everything went back to normal for this one. And I'm, we'll talk about this later, but I'm completely screwed for this week. But as somebody who has gone out of their way to not have Harry Kane uh, or Aguero or uh, Lukaku this year, uh, the prospect of people triple captaining Kane in a double game week where they were playing um, West Ham and um, who was Swansea. Swansea, like that scared I thought I was done. And then the illness, I was like, oh, maybe that the illness was actually bad in some part because I think some people may have been hesitant to use the triple captain. But uh, when I was building my team, you can only have three Spurs players. And in those two games, who would your three Spurs players have been? Uh, An expensive set, probably. Uh, It probably would have been trippier. Um, even though I know he's probably going to get rotated, but it's, uh, but it's Trippier, uh, it, one, one at each level, basically Trippier, Erickson, Kane. Hmm. Okay. I mean, I would be, I'd be, I mean, cause Son's been playing more consistently. Son would have been uh, in the, you know, in the realm of possibility. But. Yeah. Uh, so I obviously went without Kane, um, and because of the fullback, uh, rotation, although da- I believe Davis started both because Danny Rose has been hurt, but I went Correct. Son, Erickson, and Deli Alley, um, and Captain Son because I thought everybody will have Kane, but if Kane doesn't score, I think Son is the most likely to score after that. Like, I wasn't considering the defenders at all, mostly because I thought, I mean, they obviously were up there for clean sheets. Um, yeah, it was a certain, you know, it was a very good possibility. They only got one, but, um, what really got me was that I ended up going with a Man City defensive stack with Ederson, um, Otamendi. <laughs> that didn't work either. And that didn't work either. <laughs> uh, and the, so who would you have taken any West Ham guys in a double game week where they're playing Spurs and... Only um, only, only Masuaku. Okay. I went Arnautovic, who scored in the first game, and or I'm sorry, got an assist in the first game and then got hurt and didn't play in the second and Cresswell, who got an assist in the first game, bonus points, and then got hurt and didn't play in the second either. <laughs> so that didn't work either. That didn't work either. I had Masuaku <laughs> on my bench. That, what really got me was um, my my city defensive stack was Ederson, Otamendi, and Danilo, with the thought that like if Danilo doesn't start, then I'll get one of the bench guys, uh, which was either Masuaku or Harry Maguire, who got a clean sheet. And of course, Danilo plays twenty three minutes and ruins the whole thing. That's correct. Ugh. So yeah, you had a good time. Good thing. It was a <laughs> decent week. Um, I moved up pretty substantially, mostly because Kane didn't do that well. Like my entire FPL season is dependent on Harry Kane, and obviously, I move up when he doesn't perform, and I move down when he has big games. So like, I got slaughtered the when he had back to back hat tricks. Uh, because they were good matchups and people captained him and captaining a hat trick two weeks in a row is obviously going to help move you up. But 
like last week because of the double game week and because Kane didn't do well, uh, I had fallen down to uh, 128,000th and change, almost 129, and now I'm 57,816. 57, I think 128 is okay. I was <laughs> The highest I've gotten is uh, 35,570. Yeah, I, I I I famously just don't check my teams. Yeah, uh, I'm in the top 50 percentile. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure that's <laughs> that's, that's not something good. to brag about. Yeah, but. Um, I'll say <laughs> like uh, I, said, I just don't check. Yeah, I, I don't like this particular format. It's too dependent on like four stats. Yeah, um, Luis Pacheco leads the RotoWire league, and he's uh, 1262 overall, which is pretty good. That, I, um, I he has his rank is higher. It has, well, I mean, I guess everyone's rank has more points, but his is like, no. His like, rank is lower he, than his points. Okay, yeah, no, yeah, so my, mean, yeah. no, no, no. What I, yeah, I guess what I was, yeah, that's exactly what I was saying. Like his rank is that that that's really good. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, I was talking to somebody recently about this about FPL, and do you think the lack of player movement in terms of transfers is worse than the scoring system. Like I actually don't mind the scoring system that much. Uh, I wish the bonus points were a little clearer easier to understand. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> not, not even just easier to understand. I just, I mean, maybe that is it, but I just wish there was a little more transparency to it. Like it's weird to me that you could watch an entire game and have absolutely no idea who will get the bonus points. Like none. Um, yep. It also seems weird to me that they include goals in the calculation. Like the You're bonus points, those points. Right. right. The bonus points almost seems like you should but right, those are already baked in, but I find the the lack of transfers to be the the biggest hindrance to me liking the game. Like, I think those chips are stupid. Uh I I agree <laughs> with that. I if they if they just got rid of the chips and allowed even if they allowed two transfers per week instead of you having to like take a week off of transfers to get the second like no pay. i like i think fpl confuses real life and fantasy right i say this a lot to my nfl counterparts when people say you know oh you should only have one ir spot cuz you know you need to have you know uh, and you know i i say this right like it's like i'm already being punished by not being able to have my starter quality guy. Um, and you're telling me that because now two of my starter quality guys are out for the year, I don't get the roster flexibility anymore too on top of that. Like that doesn't make any sense. I'm not like, this is, this is fantasy sports, right? I'm like, like I don't have any consequence in this really. Like this is not like, it, it's, it's just so weird to me that, you would try to like punish people for professional athletes getting injured when they have no affiliation with the team whatsoever. Uh, I kind of get that. That that's more a, you, that you're thinking of a keeper situation, obviously, because you're not. Well, uh, well, you're not I'm gonna, gonna hold well, on. The well, I'll apply it for the year. That's fine, but I'll apply it to this. Like the same theory kind of prevails, right? The reason why that they're limiting your transfers is so that you have to stick with your team no matter what, even through injuries, or you have to take a negative hit because of it. I'm already taking a negative hit by, by feeling forced to replace the guy who I have to replace. Like I obviously liked that person. Yeah, that's fair. I got lucky with a Murado injury sometime during this congested schedule because I brought Firmino in, and it was like just basically right before he took off. 
And that's a move I absolutely would not have made had Murata been fine. <laughs> like, yep. So I think it goes yep. both ways. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, I'm no, you know, it's no secret. I prefer Taga. I do well in Taga leagues, uh, typically. You know, so I mean, it's it's a format I prefer. It's a format that I find to be uh, more reflective of the people behind the the team. Um, it's it, it, I think it's a format you're used to as well. Meaning, meaning, the, meaning the actual like draft and league and waivers and that not not necessarily yeah and trades right. and only one person gets one right. player like right. you know if Harry right. I don't Kane get slaughtered well, by every, right. yeah, I don't exactly. get slaughtered if somebody else has Harry Kane but yeah well you can but it, it but it's not a, it's not as detrimental right right because it's only one person who has them not like eighteen million people right. And, and anyway, to, yeah, I mean that—that's the skill to me. It's that you have—you are the only one that has this person in this subsection. And like in playing against like millions of people, the people at the top are all lucky. <laughs> it's like there might be some skill to it, but there's also a lot of luck because you're playing against millions of people, and your chances of winning, if everyone has equal skill, is infinitesimal. I mean, even I mean, injuries alone make it make the game. T- you know, you need luck in injuries in order to yeah. to be yeah, good. well yeah it, yeah injuries not in the in mid game <laughs> like if they're ruled out like in the middle like in between games you have a better chance to be able to replace them but if they're injured in minute like 5 you're screwed yeah but even yes i'm thinking like even with uh um you know in FPL three guys three of your guys goes go down in the same week like okay you're going to have to take a hit if you want yeah. three starters next week yeah, in fact, my team name in FPL, I just realized this, is FPL Stinks. Perfect. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and I think with that, we can actually get on to our Game Week 23 coverage. I feel like it was just like two weeks ago where it was Game Week 18. Uh, it might have been. <laughs> I think it was. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we start off with a, a full slate of Saturday games. All at uh, Well, there is no 7.30 game in the East Coast. There, It starts right at 10 o'clock, and let's go with uh, Chelsea against Leicester. This was the game, obviously... Um, it features a couple of players that are strongly, well, not strongly, um, linked of being moved either in the uh, winter window or in the summer window. And then Hazard has made it no secret that he really likes Zinedine Zidane, and Zinedine Zidane has made it no secret that he likes Eden Hazard. Um, you know, there are rumors that they're trying to bid for him now. There's rumors that uh, that Eden Hazard's going to extend his contract. There's all sorts of rumors going on now, which is what makes it fun for me. Andrew hates it. Uh, but on the Leicester side, Riyad Morris is actually really being strongly linked to two clubs in the Premier League in Liverpool and in Arsenal as potential replacements for Coutinho and uh, Alexis Sanchez, respectively. Uh, of course, Coutinho, we know, has gone to Barcelona, which makes zero sense. And Alexis Sanchez is in purgatory. What, so what makes zero sense? Coutinho to Barcelona this month makes no sense. Why? He can't play in Champions League. They, Barcelona's already won La Liga. <laughs> Why do they need him? Why would, did they? Wouldn't you rather get him six months with the team before next season? I mean, is it really? Would you that rather hard? be able to rest a few of your regular starters in La Liga so that you can play them in the Champions League? They were going to do that anyway. Yeah, and now you can keep winning. It's a nine-point gap, but you're you're acting like it's a. 17 point gap it's a nine point gap and they only play have to play their second place rival once there's only like one time where they can lose six points really like 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 directly like in the weekend like yeah. without something else happening i'm not saying 
La Liga is going to be competitive from now on. But I'm just saying, I, I think Casino gives them a significant boost in league play when they yeah, have very tough which, Champions which they don't, Which they don't really need. I mean, well, they... <laughs> They they need to rest their guys. It's they do need it. They do need to not have their guys be playing ninety minutes against Espanol when they can be playing not playing and then rest well, I, up for I, Chelsea. I, I, yeah, I mean Andres Iniesta hasn't played ninety minutes all season, right? So it's not like that's going to change. <laughs> anyway, it's it, my point is is like my point is and on the Liverpool side, like they haven't clinched anything. So, I mean, like they, they, they were they, obviously forced into it. I mean, that much money and yeah. I mean, I mean, if 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 Coutinho was going to be a problem, like he's like, no, I'm not going to play. I have a, I have this ankle injury that you can't diagnose, but I feel the pain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like yeah. I mean, I understand. I anyway, we we can get more into that when we talk about the big game on Sunday. But uh, I will note that I just uh, I went to see my. I have Coutinho in the Rotowire Taga League. And right now, in the line where Coutinho was, it's just a Liverpool logo and blank spaces everywhere. <laughs> it's it must be depressing. Yeah, it's like Wallen didn't even want to see his name in the league in, in the yeah. thing anymore. Yes, yeah. deleted. And ev- and everyone was banging on me for taking Alexi Sanchez so early, <laughs> and yet Alexi Sanchez has lasted longer in the Premier League than Phil Coutinho, who a lot of people liked as well. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, we can ignore that. Well, yeah, who knows what, what he'll be. We'll get to him in a second. Yeah, we, we will we will get to him. But uh, Riyad Mahrez, though, it's as touted as the replacement for you know either of those two guys, right? That's got to be pretty flattering, and that's got to make it pretty tough to play a game for Leicester t- uh, tomorrow. I mean, he's been linked with, with as leaving Barcelona. since <laughs> literally the title season. So, like, I'm not – I'm in no place to, to think that he – will start like loafing around because of it. Like he, he's always played through it. He's had some bad spells, but like, I don't know how much of that is actually because of the transfer stuff. Like I, the, the problem is I wasn't going to play him this week. Anyway, I wouldn't play him at Chelsea anyway. Well, I would, and this is where you'll convince me that maybe Jamie Vardy is worth playing. No, no, I, I mean, not really because I mean, Jamie Vardy is, I mean, you, you you it's hard to counterattack a counterattacking team which is what Chelsea are um so Jamie Vardy's effectiveness goes down a little bit but Riyad Mahrez's doesn't i mean he's going to get plenty of chances to do his thing especially in taga formats or peripheral stat formats with you know successful take-ons uh crosses uh chances created i mean he'll have plenty of chances for that if he plays you know the way that he's been playing for sure uh i think you're overstating all of that but okay He's also been on the score sheet a lot recently too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, I'm not even mentioning that because yeah. I don't think that they're going to score a ton of goals here. But if they do get to get one or two, I would be stunned if he wasn't involved in. Let's say they score two, uh, I'd be stunned if he wasn't involved in either. Yeah, I would be stunned if Leicester scored two at Stamford Bridge. But yeah, five goals and three assists in his last nine games, including yeah. an assist at Liverpool, an assist home against United, and a goal at Spurs. Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> he's been playing well, mm-hmm. so I mean, there's nothing. There's nothing to suggest that. Because, I mean, Chelsea's defense has been good, not great, this year. Okay, that's. I mean, especially against teams with talent, good, not great. Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure how much great talent. I mean, I, I think this is going to be something like a, a workman, like one nil or two one, 
for Chelsea, I don't think this is going to be a ton of goals on either side. Yeah, I mean they have like four clean, they have four consecutive clean sheets before the Arsenal game, so um, I, I'm not expecting much out of out of Leicester. No, 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 absolutely not. I, I don't think anyone should, but every time we say that in a Chelsea game, that's when they that's when they lose like one nil to West Ham. Um. Okay. <laughs> it's it, it, that that's just. I, I try random stuff like that happens. I don't think it yes, happens. Yes, of course. I try not to get overconfident with Chelsea is what I'm saying. But I, I do think this is going to be more of a grinded out workman-like performance than it would be like a showcase against Stoke. Okay. Who do you like the most from Chelsea? Hazard? <sighs> yeah, because Murata was so bad last time we saw him. Only reason why. You know who the best player on the team is right now? Willian? Willian. <laughs> Actually, I think, it's, I think it's Marcus Alonso. Might be. Might be the guy you've been trying to replace all year. No, the guy who Conte's been trying to replace yeah. all year. I all you keep talking about is like they really should bring in some competition for Alonso. He needs it. Yeah, the, you guys are yeah, nice. but that's not that's not competition. That's you're you're trying to say that like that's his replacement. He doesn't need to be replaced. He just needs to get pushed. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm always up for competition. But yeah. Alex, Alexandro and Marcus Alonso in only one position to play him in. That's a waste of money. Agreed. Agreed. Anyway, uh, yes, I, I, I mean, if Willian plays, which is no guarantee in this one, they yep. could go three five two, which is annoying. Um, you know, that's I, I would like Cesc Fabregas in that situation. Just yeah, it's one or the other. Yeah, 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 one of those two. And uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think, I think from a Chelsea perspective, there were two players that were a problem against Arsenal like they just were a problem and it was Alvaro Morata and it was Bakayoko they were they they were they were bad enough Arsenal's defense was bad enough to keep Chelsea in the game and those two players specifically were bad enough to keep Arsenal in the game okay that's fair so and I it deserved to end the way that it did in a draw Mm. yeah the Morata like he kind of falls more into the Lukaku like People overreact to his missed chances than his converted ones, but I get it. Yeah, and he's I mean, he's doing exactly what he should. He has a goal in every other game. Yep. That's going to get you about twenty goals in the season. If he gets to twenty, that's a successful season. I don't care what Hugely. anybody says, but you know that's his first. This is his first season that he's expected to play ninety minutes a game. Yeah, let alone first for a top level team. Yeah. Yep. So like, it, it, it's a very successful season. Don't get me wrong, but. Against Arsenal, he was a problem. <laughs> yeah. There's no two ways about it. He's got to score. Mm-hmm. That's what he's paid to do. And they have nobody to replace him. That's yeah, well, <laughs> that, uh, in Conte's system, I'll agree with you. Actually, I read a really, really interesting rumor. Do you want to hear who's rumored to be uh, Matt Batshuayi's replacement when he leaves? Um, give me a league. Premier League. Oh, um, well, I heard the Andy Carroll, but I can't imagine that's who you're talking. That's about. the one. Oh. that's <laughs> the one I'm thinking of. Yeah. <laughs> like Alvaro Morata doesn't do it, and then they just need to get in like desperation mode and start throwing balls into the box. And who's there? Andy Carroll. Yeah, well, that's why they tried to get Urente. <laughs> I know uh, Andy Carroll's better than Urente. When when healthy, that's a big problem. When healthy, mm-hmm. I know that never happens. Yeah. All right. 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 Anyway, uh, we go on to a Burnley side who, on the first half of the season, was uh, you know Cinderella with the glass slipper, right? And you know, they have now yet to win in five games, and I think six total if you include either the Carabao or FA Cup. I don't know which one it is. 
But, okay. uh, you know, there's sputtering of late when asked to call when asked to play more than one game a week in that style, which is exhausting. So uh, they travel to Roy Hodgson's uh, resurgent Crystal Palace side here um, in a game where we don't anticipate a ton of goals because Burnley are involved. But, you know, Crystal Palace, especially when you look at the play of, you know, the likes of Andrews Townsend, Wilfred Zaha, um, it's been a lot better. And, and defensively, they've been sound, too. I mean, it, when when Mamadou Sacco is healthy, he's been great back there. Um, it, it, you know, it, for me... It's a it's which which Crystal Palace shows up the one that starts the season or the one that was playing right before the holiday break and even through parts of the holiday break under Roy Hodgson. So, you know, Burnley are going to set up the same way they always do, especially on the road. But um, it, it, can Crystal Palace break it down? Uh, they're going to be without Townsend, I believe. And I think Loftus-Cheek, even if he is fit, like he hasn't played in a few weeks because of his own injury. So they'll struggle there. But I'd like to go back to the Burnley struggling uh, for a minute only because the earlier season results that they got against Spurs and Liverpool and Chelsea uh, were, can we agree, like unexpected? I don't think anyone ever expected anything out of Burnley. Right. So they overperformed at the beginning of the season against those teams. Uh, And in the last in their last four games, which came over the span of uh, eight or nine days, they played Tottenham, Manchester United, and Liverpool. Like, they shouldn't win those games. They got a point at United by scoring twice somehow, uh, and they lost to Liverpool and Tottenham. Like, I'm not sure I'm ready to say, like, Burnley are struggling now. Like, they lost to teams that they should lose to. Uh, those teams should beat Burnley. They didn't earlier in the season. Uh, and so I'm not sure the, the Burnley struggles are not enough to make me think that Crystal Palace will be able to break through. Burnley have also signed a uh, Robbie Brady replacement. Well, not like for like, but uh, someone who's going to play the same position in George, Kevin and Kudu from Tottenham. Uh, that's an intriguing one for me. Um, lots of tricks, lots of fancy dribbling. Not a lot of end result, not a lot of end product from George Kevin and Kudu from uh, all the times that I've seen him at Tottenham, whether he's been, you know, in the FA Cup or, you know, sporadic uh, um, substitution appearances. Yeah, or yeah, or like substitution appearances or stuff like that. You know, not a ton of end product, but it, you, there's a lot of things you like when you watch him play in, as an individual. Um, it, it's an interesting choice for Burnley. Uh, he's quick. He is super quick. Um, gives them some pace that they don't tend to have much of, which I don't know if they're going to feature him right away in the Premier League. Um, if they were going to at Crystal Palace, is not a terrible one to do so. Um, but when you look at him and Goodmanson, if you, if they're going to be the flanks, uh, you know, the offensive flanks, that's not terrible for a team like Burnley. Uh, I see absolutely nothing there for fantasy. Uh, I tried. <laughs> I, mean, I just don't I think about, he's going mean, to play consistently enough to make it worth it. I mean, I thought, I thought, I, I mean, I thought about picking him up in a in a league or two, like for like in the league where I where I cursed uh, Ramadan Sobi, where by picking him up, mm-hmm. uh, I, I was thinking about replacing him with Inkudu, uh, and then yeah, going back fine. to the Leicester side. You know, Adrian Silva is now finally yeah. a, uh, a a Leicester player. I mean, I thought about picking him up. I think I picked him up in the Taga league for somebody, but you know. It, I just don't see. I just don't see it. 
January transfers rarely ever work out yeah. for fantasy purposes. Rarely. Very rarely. Riyad Mahrez is one of them. Was he? Yeah, I think he was transferred exactly four years ago, like yesterday. I think that's right. I think I saw a tweet about that. Um, but it didn't necessarily work out immediately. Like Eventually it works out. And then Kodu's on a loan, so it's not like they're going to put in a ton of work in developing him. So I just... Good luck to anybody who gets him. I'm sure he'll have a goal right away, and then everybody will get excited, and then he won't score again. Gabbiadini. There we go. I tried, man. Like, I tried to sell this game. It's not a good game. It's not going to be a great game to watch. Um, yeah, the I'd like to see if Palace start Bakary Sacco because he scored in the Carabao Cup earlier this week against Brighton, and I'm not sure why he doesn't play more. And if Townsend and Loftus-Cheek are out, then theoretically there's a spot. All right, that's not terrible. I mean, I mean that that's fair. If I mean, he starts, I, I would start him over any Burnley player other than Goodmanson. I was about to say you're not going to convince me anyone not named Wilfred Zaha is startable over Goodmanson. Yeah, I'm not sure Zaha is, but sure. I mean, you Zaha is more of a higher guy. ceiling. Zaha ceiling, sure, ceiling. sure. He also hits that floor significantly more often. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, a team that will probably hit the floor pretty often uh, is uh, is West Ham under David Moyes because I just don't think he's a good coach. Uh, they travel to Huddersfield and David Wagner. Uh, it's uh, it's a game where West Ham. The rumors are that all four strikers they currently have are going to leave, <laughs> and that's not really a good sign <laughs> uh, for any kind of a team. Uh, so Andy Carroll somehow may upgrade to Chelsea, which is kind of strange. I really can't uh, see that happening, but. I mean, unless it's like a like a five million dollar move, <laughs> it's ba- it basically it basically completes the uh, the Fernando Torres thing yeah, full circle. Totally. It's just really, really like the circle of life is really you know alive and well in the uh-huh. Premier League. Uh, but in this game here, you know, zero zero is a good result for both clubs at this point. So I mean, I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna be stunned if we see absolutely nothing out of it. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, they have enough. What's weird is that there are like attractive attacking options in this game, but they're just not good together, I guess. Like Lanzini's good. Um, Chicharito on his day. Same with Carroll. Masuaku has been a nice option. Van Lapara, Ince, Mounier we've seen. If he starts, uh, I guess you could throw Moy in because he does – some things, I guess, but <laughs> some things, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. We just there are decent options, but you're right. Zero zero wouldn't wouldn't shock anyone. It's a fine result for both clubs, and when that's the case, especially when you're t- like, it's a weird year. Like mid table is like one team. You're either in relegation or you're <laughs> in European contention. It's that it's that simple. It's that yeah. Um, I guess yeah. It uh, yeah, this game. Uh, like, who do you think's going down if it was today? Well, I mean, the funny thing is, like, the, like Leicester, who were in eighth, right? There's only ten points that separate them and the drop zone. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm not going to try to uh, – and then the distance between, like and, – and that's – and the distance between second and first is – what is it? 15 points, I think it yeah. is, something like that? Yep. So, it's like – like – the disparity in this table, there there are first-rate citizens, second-rate citizens, and the drop zone. And that's about it. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, Man City are, like, running away with it. But, like, 
Leicester's 17 points back of United, 14 behind Liverpool for the top four. Yeah, and then six or 14 from West Brom, which is who are tied on point level on points with Swansea for basically 19th. Yeah, like I don't I, like this season. It, like every weekend, the table like we're, our thoughts on each team might change drastically. Like we could see a team, you know, uh, like a one bad weekend can have Newcastle back in the drop zone. And Newcastle are in thirteenth. Yeah, yep. Like it's it's absolutely it's insane. And so you know our our you know, we I'm gonna, the second half of the season, right? The thing I'm going to try to stress for myself is to not just do the recency bias, because just like because Stoke, for example, like, you got to look at the things that are more consistent other than just their place in the table. So when we look at like goal differentials, right? I mean, I'm. I'm more inclined to say that teams like Newcastle and Brighton are going to be safer than a team like Huddersfield, who are in similar point ranges. You know, it's Huddersfield with 24, Newcastle with 22, uh, just because you know their goal differential is significantly different. Huddersfield's minus 17, and Brighton and Newcastle are minus 10. Mm-hmm. So, you know, those things. If you're if you're constantly losing close mm-hmm. games, you, I mean, that's not to me. That's not a skill. That's just a result. Uh, like just the ability to win close games that doesn't make that, that, that that's not a skill but yeah Huddersfield's minus 17 goal differential is thanks to a minus 15 away yeah totally fair I mean but they're they're at home at this one yeah so you know and West Ham I believe on the road have been not great minus 12 <laughs> yeah so, third worst I mean, yeah so I mean it, it, it all signs point I mean, if I if I had to choose a winner, it would be Huddersfield. But I still think that both teams getting a point, considering what's going on at the bottom part of the Premier League, is just fine. Yeah. Yep. Definitely will be almost, three three. Yeah, almost a match fixy one point apiece. <laughs> Speaking almost. of which, we'll get to Jose Mourinho and that thing. Anyway, oh, uh, <laughs> there's so much drama in the with with Jose all the time. Uh, for actual individual players, is there one specifically that you would take? Because I don't think that – I mean, it's Lanzini if he's healthy, obviously, for for West Ham, or if he's not suspended or some some back, strange yeah. thing. But, you know, just – in I, this game, there's no one that excites me. Yeah, I mean – Masuaku because of where he's categorized, but in where he actually plays on the pitch, which is just, you know, the old Victor Moses effect. Not like, like, like Victor Moses in reverse effect. Right. Um no, I think I would still side with maybe Moy and Taga just because he he does a lot more in even. I don't. I, I would expect if if one team is going to attack more, it'll be Huddersfield, and they have a bunch of guys who do that. Yeah, the, I mean the impetus is on Huddersfield to attack. I mean, West Ham can always say, "Hey, this is a road game. Yeah. You know, one point is fine for us, especially with our form. They might you know, we'll pack game, it in." Yeah. yeah, and David Moyes is notorious for packing it in. Mm-hmm. So. We spent a lot of time on that game. Let's move on to another game of uh, relegation fighting teams of Newcastle, who aforementioned I think are safer than most. Uh, They are at uh, St. James's Park against a Swansea side that come to town featuring very little. Uh, It's, I mean, they're dead. They're they're dead last, uh, and they're equally bad pretty much at home versus on the road with their goal differentials. Um, That's funny. I thought you were going to bring up a different game when you were talking about how bad it was. No, this one's pretty bad, though. Oh, yeah. This, no, I totally agree. This, I mean, this is not a great slate. I mean, to be honest, I mean, there's going to be a ton of Chelsea stack. We kind of, uh, you know, and if you have the late game, you'll probably get some Spurs in there, too. 
but Saturday as a whole is featuring a lot of crap. Yeah, I mean, that's what happens this time of year. They try to accentuate the big games on Sundays. So who's the best player in this game? For Newcastle Swansea? I, I was, I mean, there's nothing. I mean, it, I mean, basically, Matt Ritchie has to score at some point. <laughs> he has to. He takes too many shots. He creates too many chances. He's too, he's too involved to not score all year. Um, I would still say that five goals for him is not out of the realm of possibility. Wow. You know, just from here to the end of the season. And it's just going gonna, gonna to be more accentuated because it's going to be in a short period of time. Yeah. But, you know, Matt Ritchie is the one I like the most, but it's not like it's, uh, you know, if his grade is still like a C plus. <laughs> uh, I think I agree. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Uh, I was attempting to walk you into a Dwight Gale uh, no, you, listing, you, but I don't think I'll ever there's get there. No way, I, I, I still don't rank him. Uh, okay, how many Newcastle guys do you list before you get to the Swansea guys? Not many. I mean, Jordan Ayew has been good. Uh, yep. Like they like there there are Swansea players that have been performing well recently. I don't trust it. I'm not. Uh, you know, if you if you've ridden that train, good for you. I. I I, I hope you keep trying to ride those low-level trains all the time because I'll just stay with my consistently performing players and beat you most weeks. Who are the Swansea guys who have been performing well lately? Just Jordan. I mean, Jordan Ayew really That's is it. really right. the only one. But okay. I mean, but what I'm saying is those kind of guys. If you if you pick out Jordan Ayew three weeks ago and you say, "Oh, I'm gonna roll with him," and I'm just gonna keep rolling with Aaron Moy, like I'm gonna beat you most weeks. Yeah, I don't think anybody plays Jordan Ayew every week. So, like, I've had Jordan Ayew in FPL for the last six weeks. Yeah. I don't but, start I mean, him all the time. I was about to say, you have him because of the price, but are you actually playing him and trying to get points out of him? As uh, yeah, I started him over Gabriel Jesus three weeks ago or two weeks ago when he scored. You mean when, you mean when Jesus was injured? No, it was the who – did, uh, who did they play recently that I would have – I think I just assumed he wasn't going to start. That's why. Gotcha. Um that's yeah, fair. Whoever that's was, fair. I mean, but that, I mean, that, but that's the only time you're going to play him. Like, it's not like it, if you have him for his price in FPL, fine. Like, that's fair. like that's totally fair. You need you need at least one cheap option somewhere that you can still play in a bind. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying I'm I, I was saying I played him not in a bind. Like I went out of my way to actually play him. Yeah, and and those are the types of situations. I mean, I'm, I'm glad it worked out for you just because of you know the fact that we know each other. But you know. If people who do that, that's if you want to chase that, that's fine. I'd rather I, I'm the I, I'd like to be the tortoise to your hair, slow and steady. Mm-hmm. Like, like you know that that, that that's the, that's the way I prefer to be. Um, very selective with my with my gambles. Okay. So again, so how many Newcastle guys are ahead of IU? Just one. I mean, especially because then... John Joe Shelby may be on West Ham by the end of the week. Stop. I'm, you think I'm joking? <laughs> that is definitely in the works. Okay. Anyway. Today is Friday, by the way. The end of the week is very soon. Uh, I've been I've been reading the same rumor like five straight days. Um, <laughs> like the, mm-hmm. this I mean, is the, the Andy Carroll one has been going, going on for a month. Like, Well, okay. not necessarily to Chelsea, but that he would be leaving, yes. Okay. So who else is ahead of IU? Shelby? Uh, are you willing to put Shelby ahead of him? I, I'd probably put Tom Carroll before him. Before Shelby? No, well, before both, really. Okay. Well, okay. 
Well, Tom Carroll, he's a Swansea guy. I mean, he's, yep, I mean, yep. Like, it, I would put, I would put Richie, tough. Shelby, Yosulu, Gale, Atsu, it's maybe Marino which, if he starts. Which pilot, it's basically saying, which pile of poop would you rather pick up with a thin napkin first? Like, I'd really <laughs> rather not do any of them. You would rather pick up the smaller pile than the bigger one? I get it. Yeah, it's just, like, like, it's really not, like, it's, I'm not trying, I'm not going out of my way to select anyone from this game. Okay. If you have defenders, you start them nicely, confidently? Confidently, no, but I would not be afraid. Okay. Like, like this, this whole matchup, this, this whole matchup is like a is a, is like a C grade. Like yeah. like like I'm not going to be afraid of like I, I don't think anyone's going to have like an F performance, but I also you know I'm not anticipating many A's here either. Right. Okay. That's I don't fair. know why I'm so academic today. Anyway, uh, we go on to uh, a Watford side at home against Southampton. Uh, Southampton now really flirting with relegation, but I don't really think that they are. Um, with their minus eleven goal differential, I think they'll be fine. You know, they and, and on the road, I mean, they on the road they're not as good as most teams are not. Uh, but when we look at Watford, they've actually been a lot better on the road than they've been at home. So if you know, the, Watford has played, I think, to an even goal differential on the road, and they're n- minus nine at home. They've really been pretty bad at home. So. You know, when we look at this, I think, well, yeah, 12 points in 11 matches. That That's not the that, that's what you want on the road, not at home. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, you know, is there no like Southampton will be better now that the Van Dyke situation's over? With? I think so. I mean, I, I think I mean, I think that was a problem. <laughs> you know, that was, you know, they, 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 you know, all the center backs are now no longer looking over their shoulder at like a way more talented person who's just not playing because he's trying to leave the team. Yep. Like they can feel comfortable in their job slots now. Time for the Maya Yoshida breakout. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I think a lot. I, I I wouldn't be stunned if he started getting transferred in. Uh, I don't think anyone's going to do it until they see it at least once. But, Would you rather have Maya Yoshida or Marvin Ziegler? In which format? All of them. FPL. I'd rather have Yoshida. Uh, per- wow. Peripheral stats. I'd rather have Ziegler. So you think Southampton have a better clean sheet opportunity? Yes. Wow. Okay. So no love for Richarlison. Uh, I mean, he does more than just score, but yes, he actually doesn't <laughs> even score anymore. So <laughs> yeah. like he doesn't go. He, he, yeah, I mean, he, but he does other things. Like you can, you can take, you can take Richarlison to do other things. Right. It's Troy Deeney. He's back. He also may get transferred out too. Oh my god, this is. I think that one's actually going to wait till the summer. I don't think they would do that now because they 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 they're they're thin up front anyway, so yep. they can't afford to lose them. Yep. But I think in the summer, I, I think this is Dini's last season. I think Dini, the, who's whoever. buying Troy Dini? Uh, lower level, like for example, a club that got promoted next year would buy him for sure. Premier League experience, captain experience, leadership, that kind of thing. I guess. All right. But like I said, I think that's more of a summer situation. Anyway, in this game, I still think Richarlison's the best attacking option. Mm-hmm. But I think all of your defensive options, you're you're, you're going to prefer the Southampton side. I think Cedric is getting close to coming back as well. Yep. Uh, so, you know, more of a full uh, full arsenal of Southampton defenders. Uh, I definitely would prefer Forrester over Gomez. McCarthy. McCarthy, excuse me, Alex McCarthy. Yeah, that's right. Maybe. Um, Who knows? It, it could be that uh, – well – Whatever, whatever, didn't they get like a really good Greek goalie over the summer? 
I don't. If he's that but good, he's now behind Alex Porzingis McCarthy. or something like that. Anyway, I don't remember. Porzingis. Yeah, yeah, Kristaps Porzingis, the the, the, the Greek freak. Uh, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll just make it maximum wrong. He's Latvian okay. now. Oh, thank you. Yeah. And the Greek freak is also not named Kristaps Porzingis. Correct. <laughs> I did a kumbo. That's I actually right. actually kind of know how to pronounce that last name. Anyway, we go. Uh, we go. I mean, do you, I mean, is there any reason for, to be excited for like a Dusan Tadic or any of the Southampton attackers like Shane Long or I, whoever starts up Sh- front? Shane Long's never in the conversation for me. But, but I would probably, if I had them, like I would start Tadic or Romeo, Ward, Prowse, Redmond, Buffal. Like I would have no problem starting any of them. And same on the other side, I'd play what, cleverly Jacore if I had him, which I don't because I'm a sane fantasy player but yeah i'd play anybody in this game even the defenders like why not who knows i mean i can give you reasons why not but why not for watford i mean like i said like they play to a negative goal differential at home that's that's not encouraging yeah they've never played southampton at home this year so that's correct that's a plus. <laughs> because they because they only get to do it once yeah so we don't know how they'll perform that way but um, you you can keep selling the mystery. I, I mean, this one's gonna be just like I, I mean, I'm I, just I, saying. I, they, I see this as like an ugly like like two one. They they've played. I don't know who gets the two. They've played Liverpool, Man City, Arsenal, Manchester United, and Tottenham all at home, which really isn't good for the second half of the season. But like they're they're the top six. They've played at home. Uh, excuse me, five of the six, not Chelsea. So like. Their home strength of schedule is significantly tougher than just saying they're not good at home. And also says they are absolutely screwed for the second half of the season. For points total, yes. Yeah. All the points that they banked in the early part of the season, they're going to need them. Right. But again, this one, all right, you know what? With that last point you made, I'm going to say 2-1 Watford. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Jacore Brace, of course. No, no, no. It's going to be, you know, randos. Like, like, he's not, the, or like he's that. not random? No, 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 no. He's not random enough, is wow. my point. So, the Okay. <laughs> the ben Watson and, uh, yeah. Like, 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 like Miguel Britos. Yeah. He doesn't even play anymore. So Off the bench. That would be something. Yeah. <laughs> like, but, like, no, it, it's someone like that. Like, mm-hmm. like a central defender gets a goal from, like, a scrappy, yeah. like, not even a well worked set piece. Like, right. he's just at the six yard box and the ball happens to fall to him. Will Hughes from the physio room. All right. I get it. <laughs> West Brom Brighton. This is, that's the game I thought you were going to bring up. Oh, early. this game is such crap. When you were oh. talking about Newcastle Swansea, you were saying, you described everything that I was expecting West Brom Brighton to come out. Oh, but you, oh, so bad. I mean, Brighton. I mean, Brighton. When Brighton is like the bright spot of the matchup, it, yeah. that's a bad matchup. I hope West Brom gets relegated. Just, just, just so you can see Alan Pardew just fail again. It's it's less about him specifically. I mean, that's obviously not true, but it it's it's not only about him. It's also about the people in charge of this club bringing Alan Pardew in, thinking this guy will save us. Like he's been an absolute disaster in the last couple places he has managed. This whole idea, like he knows how to stay in the Premier League, is ridiculous. Like this team is so much better than they're playing, or at least their players are better than they're playing. And no, they're not. West they have Brom some decent Phil- players on this team. Brunt, they're, Phillips, they're McLean. To play under a manager that's no longer there. I think they have better attacking options than you're giving them credit for. No, they do not. 
That's, a, <laughs> that's where that that's actually where they fall flat. Hmm. Like Solomon Rondon is utter crap. Jay Rodriguez is Jay Rodriguez. I mean, he's just another guy. And like Hal Robson Kanu, like that's who you're pinning your hopes on. Like, no, I'm not. I'm pinning it much more on Brunt, Phillips, McLean, those oh, guys. I mean, Brunt, Brunt is such a good attacking option that they've played him at left back. He hasn't played left back in a while. Those days are over. I, I, they have played, is what I'm saying. But, but sure, but over a different, under a different like, manager. Like Craig Dawson is an attacking option because of how he works set piece, because he because of how his set piece uh, ability, not not on the ball, but on the on the receiving end of set pieces. Like, like this is, I mean, Ahmed Hagazi was the was the the star of the early season, and he's a center back. Yeah, but I mean that happens. But my point is that my point is is that they play the Tony Pulis style. They play defense. They hope for set pieces, and then when they get the set piece, they have to hope to execute. Like that that that's not that's not something saying they they have good attacking options. They have like set pieces. That's it. I'm saying right. I think you're confusing having good players with how they those players are being told to play. Like I think if they wanted to be a more attacking team, they have players to do that. I think the only talented attacking player is like Matt Phillips. Okay. I, my list is longer, but that's fine. I mean, you can't Solomon, have 11 great attacking players. You, you will never get me to say that Solomon Rondon is a talented. No, I'm not, I'm not even going down that. Okay. I'm not going okay. that far. Don't okay. worry. Thank you. I know Thank your you. limits. <laughs> On the Brighton side. Uh, Glenn Murray, um, Pascal Gross, Anthony Knockhart, who scored a goal from like a negative degree angle. I don't know how that <laughs> went in still. Um, of course, I benched him. Mm. Uh, but yeah, no, it's okay. Uh, I mean, on Brighton, would you feel more comfortable starting Glenn Murray or Matt Ryan in this matchup? Because I'm still struggling on whether I think this is going to be more favoring the defense on yeah, Brighton on the road. Or That's an interesting question. Um, I would probably play Ryan just because... I don't expect Murray to score, and that's really the only way I'm getting value out of Glenn Murray. Yeah, and I'm and like for West Brom, like I can't look. I they're the one team where like I look at their negative 14 goal differential, and I should say, oh yeah, they'll get out of this, but nope, because yeah. they're not playing that system anymore. Clearly, um, and they're playing. You know, they're under Alan Pardew, who neither of us particularly like, mm-hmm. um, and my cat doesn't either, um, and. You know, when we look at their numbers, you got you kind of have to throw them out because they're not playing the same way, and you have to just reevaluate what they're trying to do in their short sample size, and all they've been doing in the short sample size is lose. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, again, I my lack of faith in Alan Pardew will keep me from getting excited about West Brom options for the most part. Uh, who's la- do you have less faith in Alan Pardew than I do in Solomon Rondon? Or is it at, is it at that level? Is that what you're saying? Th- that's like faith versus hatred, <laughs> which is not really a it's apples and oranges, Mike. Okay, all right. Well, on this game, you know, I, I think Brighton actually have a decent chance to come away with both goals and a clean sheet. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't put it past them. I mean, they they they're playing well. Um, Solly March looks pretty good, actually, on the wing um, opposite Knockhart. And then, yeah, Gross has just been such a rock in the middle. Uh, and then uh, the bummer is that they lost Izzy Brown for the year with a torn yeah, ACL. Sent him back to Chelsea. Um, He's been getting treated. Yeah, so, I mean, he wasn't really playing that much anyway. But, it, you know, a team like Brighton that at some point, well, really just this 
period we went through, like depth is kind of important for a club like that. So, but Murray and Tomer Hamed are good enough for what they need to do. So not a, not a huge and, and Pascal and Pascal Gross can move up. Yeah. And then they can put, and they can put Davy proper in the midfield Yep, or, or play an extra defensive midfielder with like Danny Williams or something like that. Like that. Like, yeah. He plays, they, he plays for Huddersfield, but that's true. They yeah. can't, they can't, that's like the fifth week. Well, in they a could row do it at this month is like the one where they could try to try. This to is like that. the fifth week in a row that I've confused the two teams. Yeah. You went on a run where you didn't, and then yeah, we're back to. I, I don't know what happened. You regressed, I really I, regressed back to the mean. I, I, I just and like I still think if you put the two teams together, they would look exactly the same. Like if we had if we had like Huddersfield and Hove Albion, right? Like like or like it would right it, they would still yeah. perform exactly the same way. Yeah, that's interesting. We should do that. It would be like it would be like the entire AFC East trying to play against the Patriots. It would still look the same. Right. Anyway, uh, for this, it, it, we'll move on. We'll move on to the. Uh, I think what I think is the best matchup, but it's not a great matchup anyway. But it's Spurs at home against an Everton side where you know Sam Allardyce is going to play one way, and <laughs> Spurs have to try to break it down. And you know Everton, um, they're, they're, I think like they're one of the teams that like that, that may end up in the mid table, but. Like they're, I mean, they're still what is it, seven points away from relegation? It's nuts. <laughs> so they're definitely staying up. I mean, it's a simple. I know that. that. I know that. But you know, when we do the analysis, when we talked about like Watford, right? Like they're going to need all those points. Like Everton only have two more points in the same goal differential. Yeah, I love that you ranked. Is it Sank? Sanka? Tosun? No, the new Everton. Uh, oh yeah, Sank Tosun. Yeah, Sank, why not? Right? Why not? <laughs> because they're playing at Tottenham. Like, who cares? Like the forward line. People forward should care. Pass like rank eight is is just dart throws. Yeah, I fair enough. I I think you <laughs> threw that one into the wall. That's fine. <laughs> I just wanted to put his name on the board. Yes, I think like, that's what it was. You wanted to be the like, first. I wanted guy to make to, people like, aware that Everton signed a new striker. Right. <laughs> like, and don't and don't. Don't have faith in Omar Nias. Don't have faith in Yannick Bellassi. Like there might be like, a, well, maybe maybe Yannick Bellassi still because he's going to play on the wing. But look, they, they signed someone who who Sam Allardyce thinks can play striker for him. Yeah. Not that that means anything. No. Um, yeah, I don't yeah, expect them to do race anything. For Theo Walcott. They were going to take Walcott. Yeah, they, no, they, I think they're interest. They're, they're still they they are confident that their twenty million pound bid, I think, is going to be the winner. Twenty million, my God. Um, I always liked Walcott. I hope he goes somewhere where he can play. Um, but anyway, um, I, I, Everton would be one of those places where he could play. Uh, Southampton being the other. Uh, where does he play for Everton? Out on the right hand side. Mm, yeah, see, that's not what he wants. This is like an Oxlade Chamberlain issue all over again. Although Ox may get may get his wish with Coutinho leaving, but um, well, he'll, he'll have to oust Lalana Chan. Well, Chan may leave too, yeah, but not this too. window. But not this window. But anyway, um, I there's I'm not playing anybody from Everton this weekend. Nobody. No, I mean I mean like I ranked I ranked the the Turkish striker, but like I didn't. It's it, any like I said anything past rank eight. Like I also ranked, uh, <laughs> I, think, I think I ranked a whole bunch of random people at the bottom there. But yeah, like, you ranked Rooney. Um, yeah, yeah. I, well, to, total total no dark throws. In. It's just not. 
it's just it, it, yeah. I mean, at Spurs is not obviously the best matchup, but you know, it ba- basically like you know, Spurs have given up what is it nine goals at home, and they've given up twelve on the road. Yeah, that's not yeah. I mean, that's not exactly <laughs> that's not exactly what you're looking for. I'd like yeah, I'd like to see. Yeah, I don't see it happening. But, like <laughs> they, I don't. They see shouldn't be able to use Belasi's um, speed if he still has it. Or Calvert Lewin, like none of those guys match up with, with anyone. The only thing that they have going for them is this absurd Gilfie Sigurdsson revenge game, which obviously doesn't really I mean anything. I, I I don't believe in that. <laughs> That's I'm ridiculous. Not but okay. I mean, to be to be fair, I ranked Sank Tosun like right near Tammy Abraham mm-hmm. and like and Jay Rodriguez and Andre Gray. Yep. Like, there's not exactly that's not exactly a stellar endorsement no but yeah still there but when you get past jamie vardy right like wh- what are you looking at um like not much like glenn murray is behind him but like that, that's like yeah i that's didn't even it. rank jamie J- jamie vardy so well yeah that's that, that's because oh no i did excuse me you I did, did but you I ranked did. him 18 yeah but my 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 overarching point is that you know, on most given weeks, like when you get to Jamie Vardy, the rest of it is just like, good luck. All right. I'm a little more confident in what we do. Than that. And the, and the Lawrence dip, dip, dip Watts of the world. Yeah. Well, if Tomer Hemet had a consistent starting. Well, job, yeah, he'd be first all week, yeah. every week. I mean, every week, every week, without a doubt. Are you kidding me? If 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 I knew that Tomer Hamed was going to start in this game at West Brom, I would be all, all I'd be all up on that. I'd would be he be higher than it. where Murray is? Where you slightly. rank him? Yeah. yeah, slightly. So why do you like Tosun more than Rooney? Uh, the 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 reason why is because I think that Sam Allardyce brought him in for a reason, and that's to play, and that's to play ninety minutes and to score goals, and Wayne Rooney. Is playing deeper nowadays. I mean, he'll take penalties. Wayne Rooney will, but he—he, he, I, I think he's going to have to play deeper if there's an actual striker that's been that's been brought in, and I think there has. Okay. That's. I mean, that's the rationale. It's not. It's it's narrative based, not obviously performance based, because we haven't seen Tosun and uh, and Wayne Rooney is actually you know in s- small spurts at a time has been someone who's produced offense. Okay. Who knows? They might get a penalty. I don't. I doubt it. Anyway, let's go on to Sunday where we actually have one good matchup and one bad one. We'll start with the bad one. It's uh, it's Burnmouth taking on an Arsenal side who, um, like we talked about earlier, um, you know, again, especially against Chelsea. Well, they played 12, Chelsea twice in two different competitions and they drew both. Um, and to be to be fair, in the Carabao Cup, both teams put out competitive lineups. Yeah, they did. It's the so, semis. They take it seriously at this point. Sure. Um. Yeah, but, Arsenal got you know, bounced from the FA Cup, so they have to take care about seriously. Yeah, or else Arsenal will go home with like, nothing, no silver. That's right. Uh, but anyway, uh, Eddie Howe's side, um, man, I, I, I really want to get behind them. I really do. Uh, but when you look at Burmouth, uh, you know their goal differential is fine. You know, if for the team where they are, like I don't think they're going to get relegated, but. Of the teams that have better goal differentials, they're the ones I'm the least confident in. Uh, so, like, really? so, yeah, like I have less confidence in them staying up than Crystal Palace. 
Uh, I think that's I, fair. I, I, I mean, yep. And you know, West Ham. And West Ham. I have more confidence in Burnmouth than I do Newcastle, or Brighton. I don't. Or Huddersfield. I have more, I have more confidence in Newcastle than I would Burnmouth. Wow. Okay. Why? <sighs> Just. It's unfortunate that I have to say it because I like Eddie Howe's style of play better. But to stay up in the Premier League, the risk-averse style of you know a Rafa Benitez or a Chris Hewton is better served than the one where you're trying to control the ball and move the ball and play pass and move like Eddie Howe. Um, <clears throat> I mean, it's kept them up the last two seasons. So I'm aware, but they also got off to way better starts the last two seasons. Mm, all right. All right. It, it, I mean, and also Joshua King has only recently been playing up to snuff. Jermaine Defoe has been a total bust. Yeah, that, um, that was that was such a dumb signing. Um, but yeah. they haven't improved, is what I'm trying to say, from last season to this. Yeah, Whereas I think, you could say the last two years they have. I think the bigger difference is that they've been hurt. Like Stanislaus has been out. King's missed a bunch of time. Ryan Frazier. Uh, Frazier, yeah. Uh, I guess we need to include Defoe, but I don't really care but Callum Wilson is back which it helps but um, he's coming off a major injury right right I, I think another, it's really the King, King and Stanislas missing so much time is what has really hurt them and Fraser too sure yeah I know it sounds crazy but when you lose some of your best players and you're a club like Burnmouth that hurts more than others I, I agree but remember when Chelsea lost their best player for a little while and started struggling and then you got mean better when Golo Conte was suspended yeah, Conte. Is he suspended? <laughs> no, when he was suspended, or when he or when he was injured. Like yeah. when, that, when, that's when, what I'm talking when, about. Okay, I thought you were, I thought you were trying to make a joke about Hazard, and I was making a no, joke. No, no, no. It was Conte. It was hardly a joke. Well, I, 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 I'm sorry. I thought you were. Ta- I, I thought you. I thought I was going to throw people off the Hazard trail by going with Conte, and you, no. you were going that direction uh, yeah, as well. Yeah, that trail. Uh, anyway, uh, Arsenal. It's going to be great when Alexis doesn't start. <laughs> I'm going to be so mad. Oh, my I'm God. I'm so mad. And you, because you know the minute he doesn't start now, that all the rumors are going to be like, of course. Oh, is he gone? Of is course. It, is, 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 he in, is he in the building? Yeah. Where is he? <laughs> yeah. Is he on a train to Manchester? If he, is, is he wearing red or blue? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, God. We didn't even talk about Ross Barkley being transferred to Chelsea. Yeah. That's more than enough that we needed to talk about Ross Barkley. Absolutely the most annoying part now. of it is that he wore a Chelsea shirt and then held up a different Chelsea shirt. He wore the Car- Carabao Cup shirt, uh, the Carabao logo shirt, to which the I was like, shirt. that's perfect because training that's shirt. where he'll play. Yes, the training shirt. I'm like, oh, he's already getting psyched up for the Carabao Cup. And then, of course, he didn't <laughs> even play in it. Um, that seems like such a worthless signing to me, but whatever. Everyone's like, oh, he's 24 in English. I'm sure he'll, he'll be fine. It's like, okay. Yep. Yep. He'll, he'll, he'll be great for the PL2 league. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he has a better chance of playing for v- Vitesse next season than he does for a regular for Chelsea. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and I love all the conspiracy. Like, his agent told him to sit out um, so that they could get a bigger f- – or he can get a bigger salary now instead of Why would he – none it's of like, that makes sense. Anyway, players. Arsenal, Alexi Sanchez, uh, Mesut Ozil, obviously – Can we the agree that he would be horrible – at Manchester United? Who? Sanchez. Sanchez would not be great at Manchester United. That's a nice I think I'd be more angry at him going to Manchester United than PSG for my fantasy purposes because I wouldn't know what to do. I mean, you would obviously keep playing him. 
but like but now but now I'm I might be consistently playing a player that's bad. The, that's the that's the problem because he doesn't like defense. I was he, reading this morning that the basically the source of the Manchester United rumors are coming from Italy because Inter is still trying to get Mkhitaryan. And so like if Alexis goes to United, then Mkhitaryan has to like move to somewhere else. Apparently United are going to give Arsenal the opportunity to talk to Mkhitaryan, which I'm not sure is a horrible idea, but I don't even care. Like they need to just get rid of him at this point. Alexis. Yeah, I mean, it, it, man, you, I, I can't. I, I've said it leading up to this month, right? Like, they, like they can't afford to finish out of Champions League and to lose both of these guys for free. Yeah. yeah. So I think the pressure is mounting, considering their position in the league, and you know, if the right offer comes in, you know, like twenty, twenty-five million, or even if they get thirty, which I don't think that they would. I mean, I think that they have to sell. I think they will. Yeah. They keep I mean, going back a, this, to the this, whole, this, like, this we need a, a replacement, so. This is a change in position for you, for on Alexis. Like, you thought they would have to keep him. Uh, no, I was explaining why they were going to keep him. I was never, Fair. did I even make the, make a, take an opinion on it? You said that the only way that they have a chance to finish in top four is if they keep Alexi Sanchez and Mesut Ozil. And yep. if they sell one of them, they're conceding that. And they're also not getting good money for either of them. Yes. So I maintain that position. Yeah. I mean, they, although, although true, they're not getting a hundred cents. They're not getting a hundred cents on the dollar. In fact, they're probably getting closer to like 20, 30 cents on the dollar. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I don't know if it's that low. I mean, it, it's, he's already it's, 29 and yeah. Look, well, look at the fee that's being thrown around for Arturo Vidal. Like, they, they, like yeah, that's you know, not, I mean, that's just ridiculous. That, at a different position, but right. like it, that's, that's a, not it's happening. not exactly apples to apples. But what I'm saying is, is that the age of 29 doesn't prevent people from spending big money. Oh, sure, sure. You, you know, I'm just saying they were never going to get a hundred million for no, Alexis, no, so no. But yeah, but like let's say if it's 30 cents on the dollar, right? They like they they probably could have gotten like 50, 60 if he was you know I'm, like a, I'm year, saying, a year ago. I'm saying 25 million is 50 cents on the dollar. That's not 30 cents on the dollar. Well, okay. That's fair. That's fair. Um, but my uh, fine 50 cents on the dollar, right? But that's better than zero cents on the dollar. Mm-hmm. Like, you, yes, you know, you are taking a loss, you know, in terms of profitability, but you're not taking a total loss. Then those are the things sometimes you have to cut your losses. I guess. I guess. I'd just like to see what if they actually. Well, the thing, I mean, Wenger has been very clear about it, and it was clear in August that, like, they. They don't want to make a move unless they can find a replacement. And there's just no indication of who that replacement actually is going to be. Like we we've heard Mares all year. We've heard Thomas Lamar from Monaco. He doesn't want to move. I'm not sure why anybody would want to sign with Arsenal at this point. So like we had Mares would not if Chelsea calls. Chelsea won't call. Probably <laughs> Chelsea are not calling him. Yeah. I don't know. They're trying. We'll they're trying. They're, they're trying to get. I think they're trying to get more defensive, not more offensive. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. But they'll. They should blow out Burnmouth, regardless of who's playing. Who? Yeah. If it's Alex Awobi up there, if it's uh, yeah. Alexi Sanchez, if it's Danny Welbeck, uh, Olivier right. Giroud, <laughs> all of them are good options. Yep. Or you know the standard Lacazette Ozil. You know? Yep. Yep. 
Anyway, the big one, the only one that really matters this weekend, Liverpool at home against Manchester City. I That's the most excitement I can get for Liverpool in this. Even though I love the way Liverpool play, Manchester City do what they do better. Yep. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I got, I, I, like, what do you Great say? <laughs> well, what do you say about any of them? Like, Coutinho's gone, um, which I think does change... I mean, it obviously changes things for Liverpool in a game like this, uh, but not drastically. I mean, they're going to play the same way, right? They're going to play the same way. I would have given Liverpool a chance with Coutinho. Yeah. I mean, I think the only team in the top five that like that has like a legitimate chance to 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 beat Manchester City on a given day. I think the best chance goes to Liverpool only, not because of their defense, but that's not, but that's not the point. The way that you, you can't just hunker down and try to prevent City from scoring. Chelsea yeah. have tried many times and failed over the past years. Um, you have to press them, force them into mistakes, and exploit the gap between the, the attacking midfielders and the defenders. And Liverpool can do that. And they can get those counters with two or three guys. It's kind of like – it's the concept of, of you know um, rushing the passer without blitzing, right? So they don't need to send like five, six players up to get behind the Manchester City defense. They can do it with two or three and still maintain their defensive discipline. I think you're giving them a little too much credit against Man City. They've done it in the past also. To Man City? Like, to, to this yeah, Man City? Not, well, not this not this Manchester City side, but I mean... This, two this is the only Manchester, Manchester City, City side I'm worried about. Liverpool also play well against the top six as well. Like, that's no secret either. Uh, I, I don't have the top six table. Do you want to know... Do you remember what the score was when they played earlier this season? Oh, I think it was like five nothing. It was five nothing. Yeah, but I mean, like I don't care how Liverpool a, has played a, against Man United. It's a Chelsea. style that either fails or succeeds spectacularly. Right. I think they're going to get exposed again. But I mean, they're at Anfield. They are. Yep. I mean, all, all signs point to them being a lot Van better. Van Dyke's there, considering that they've given up four goals total at home all season. Mm-hmm. With Van Dyke now anchoring that defense, I actually don't think that that's the key at all. Oh no. <laughs> But, but no, I mean my, it's better whole, than Lovren, but it's not. My whole point is my whole point about Van Dyke. I think I said it during when, when he was or, or, or when he was transferred. I think the goal rate is going to be about the same. Mm-hmm. It's just going to be more consistently solid when they have a lead. Like if they have a two nothing lead, it won't get the two two. It'll get to maybe like two one. Right. But they'll still give up a goal. I think that's reasonable. Yeah. Um. And he's but but one thing they one thing Van Dyke does give them, especially late in games, is if they need it, they have a very very good set piece threat. Yeah. And the guys to deliver it. Right. Yeah, multiples. Although Coutinho was one of those guys. Although he was probably just going to shoot anyway. But um, (laughs) James Milner. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I just don't. I'm not sure. I see a way that Liverpool wins. It, it, it's only on those quick counters where they actually get a press going and they actually can press the ball away. Like that, that, that that's the only way. Yeah. Um, it's not something that it, they're not gonna they're not gonna like attack with six all the time, right? They're gonna if they do that, they will lose. But like I said, their style is one that presses players and it puts them in uncomfortable positions. Manchester City happen to have players that are comfortable in that situation, but. If for some reason someone's off their game, like like if someone if if Manchester City is not like not on if they're at seventy five percent or something, you know that's and and Liverpool is at a hundred percent and they're really up for the game, 
that's the that that that's the only way that any team I think is going to beat Manchester City in the first place. But secondly, uh, Liverpool have the style where if that's the case, they will get the goals necessary. Now, with that being said, I still think it's going to be like three one City. <laughs> right. I I think that's the, what you said is right. Like seventy five percent City and a hundred percent Liverpool is still not enough. I, I think I think it is enough. I just don't think it's going to happen. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, I think Sorry. Manchester City I, I, are very, very much aware of what's coming out. Putting them. words in your mouth. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I think I think if that does happen, Liverpool have the system that can take advantage of that. But I don't think that's going to happen. I think Manchester City are very well prepared and very well drilled by one of the best managers in the world. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I think that's. I don't right. think that's too much of a controversial statement at no, all. No, no, hot take. Well, yeah, if, if, if I was going to give a hot take, I would say that Stoke are going to take the new manager bump and beat Manchester United. Boom. That's a hot take. Not going to happen, but that would be a hot take. Did you see who the um, caretaker manager was for like three days? No. Joe Allen. Great. Could you Player manager, baby. Yeah, it's, it was weird to me that of all the options they had, that he was the one who got the call. What, like Glenn Whelan or... Charlie I don't think Adam. he's. I don't think he's there anymore. But yeah, Adam or Shawcross. Isn't Shawcross captain? Like, give it a crouch. Even I would have taken Fletcher. No, Joe, Joe Fletcher's Allen basically look, a manager. Joe Allen would look best in a monogram tracksuit. I guess. I, I find it's not even monogram. It's just. Uh, well, it's initial. the initials. I find That's that initial, to be one of the silliest tra- things about <laughs> professional soccer. You want to hold on. You want to know why I think they do it? Is on those like really crappy weather days when you can't see anything. You can see the. Like and like they have like the hats on and the hoods on. Right. The you only way you can TP tell for Tony Pulis. Exactly. It's That's the only way you can tell. It it seems like such a lazy um laundry shortcut. That's how I look at it. <laughs> that they've all just decided to be like, we're gonna wash everything together, but we don't wanna have to like look at a tag with somebody's <laughs> name on it, so we're just gonna slap JM yeah. on the front the, of this Manchester kit, United track. When the kit managers are doing laundry for all of like the coats and stuff. Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh wait, I know exactly which locker to hang this up in. Right. <laughs> no right. one will know my secrets. Yeah, it's it's so silly to me because they all they always look so like arbitrarily just like slapped on. They're never in the same spot, like team to team. Like it's it's so weird to me. <laughs> I would just love it if like if they had like like nicknames like Sam Allardyce would be like Hot Pie or something like that like I mean he's obviously <laughs> Big Sam but you know what I mean yeah. but like but like if they if they use like it would be like the XFL style like he hate he hate me, me. yeah, yeah. Uh, like 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 Tony Pulis always defending um like, <laughs> like like just something like something to have some kind of personality attached to it uh, it's. <laughs> It's so weird to Tony me. Tony Pulis, the Watchers on the Wall. <laughs> like, yeah. like, like, well, if you don't get Game of Thrones, no, you, uh, no you wouldn't get that. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, anyway, I, uh, they should get slaughtered, right, Stoke? Yeah, sure. I mean, I mean, Manchester United, don't, I mean, outside of, like, the first month of the season, like, haven't really slaughtered anybody. Would you rather Jesse Lingard or any United player not named Lukaku or Pogba? What? You mean are you say, are you trying to say that is Jesse Lingard the best player not named Lukaku or Pogba? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yes, I will agree with that statement. It's him or it's him. The, the only competition there, the only tier is him, Martial, and uh, Rashford. Mm-hmm. I mean, Mata. Mata is, I think, a step below. But okay. Um, I mean, those three. I mean, as of right now, it's Jesse Lingard as the one that's on top. I mean, for a while it was Marcus Rashford. I think you'll see them kind of take turns. I mean, you'll see like a Anthony Martial run. You know, at some point, 
the only thing we can say with any kind of authority is that Mkhitaryan's not one of them. Yeah, I'm not sure Martial is either, but... Um... Which is strange, because whenever he does... Can we, but with the strange part about Martial is he's been so effective in substitute time, Yeah, but he hasn't been effective in starter time. Yeah, uh, I totally agree. The, he, uh, looking at uh, the FPL scoring, they actually are tied, Lingard and Martial. Uh, That's they're right. How many goals he has. Yeah, they're right behind. I mean, uh, they're eleven points behind, or excuse me, nine points behind Eden Hazard, <laughs> and five ahead of Mesut Ozil. Yeah. Uh, level with uh, Jacore, of course. Jacore and Marshall Hazard, Lingard. probably carried an injury until like October. Yeah, yeah, but um, <laughs> but of of Martial's eighty six points, I would love. I'm trying to see if like how many. I guess I could just do the math, which I'm too lazy to do right now, but. Well, you um, you can do it in minutes played, right? Like, how, like you know, how many minutes played does start, yeah, versus starts versus right? on? But yeah, yeah, I wonder how many people on their FPL teams have actually gotten eighty six points out of Anthony Martial. Uh, that'd be zero. Well, it can't be zero. <laughs> but... Zero. No, no one, no one has played Anthony Martial every week. Uh, no, no, no. I'm just saying how many of his points were actually. Oh, I, th- I thought Sorry. you were asking like how many You're players. Right. Nobody's have actually... Well, I'm sure. I'm sure no, he has uh, played himself in every week. I'm sure there's some sort of Martial family that has to start him every week. But anyway. Um, Lukaku, so yeah, Lingard. Pogba, um, Lingard only because of what's happened recently. I mean, I still love Marcus Rashford's game. Um, I think that... Do you start anyone from Stoke in a, any, in a Taga format? No. No. Okay. Absolutely not. Um I mean, you, you're trying to get me to bite on like Jared and no, Shakiri. No, I'm not. I'm not asking to bite anyone. I'm just. No. Okay. No, it would be Shakiri first over Tupamoting, but I don't think that's a hot take either. Nope. But nope. just no, and not not nope. I would. I'm not going to bite on Jack Butland, even though I do love his game, or if it whoever's playing back there nowadays, mm-hmm. um, you know. But it it doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't matter. Like when I see off Stoke get destroyed by Chelsea's offense, which is not exactly intricate, Manchester United will most likely run right through them too. But mm-hmm. I don't. I don't think it. I think that once Mourinho gets like a three goal lead, like he's just like, nope, no one go over halfway. We don't need to yeah. save your energy. Okay, that's fair. Fair. All right. All right. I think. Oh, man, we have had a lot of show today. Yeah, a lot of it. I'm proud of us. I'm proud of the nonsense. <laughs> Thank you. And on that note, we will end this episode of the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast back with a bang of nonsense. It must be January because all we talk about is really ridiculous transfer rumors and uh, how people are tired and rotation and uh, and how ba- basically uh, the season's over because that's really how it happens now because <laughs> Manchester City have just run away with it and everyone else is just kind of fighting for relegation. Either relegation from Champions League or from the Premier League. There you go. That's that's really the, that those are the only three scenarios that we, we are talking about in January until things shake out a little further, which we'll also get into more as we preview game week 24 next time and all the other major storylines along the transfer window of January. Thank you all for joining us and we will catch you next time on the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. For more great content, visit rotowire.com slash soccer.